Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Now, in for a cup of tea and a chat. My next guest might be familiar as the real life embodiment of one of Ireland's most iconic characters. You're never going to get away from this, are you? Uh, (laughs) He's got his own brand new show kicking off, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes' time. But before we do that, let's talk very briefly, Rory Nolan, about your alter ego, Ross O'Carroll Kelly. Yeah. Like, (laughs) that has been a rather substantial part of your life. Yep. What's your attitude to Ross? Um, I love him. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I, I think I'm like kind of everyone else. I, I hate to love him and I love to hate him. You know, <laughs> I, I can't believe he's still, you know, he's in the Irish Times every week. Yeah. The books, which uh, I actually narrate, uh, I do the the, um, the audio books. Like, and they're the hardest things to get through because you're really? actually crying laughing. <laughs> and you're reading through them. And myself and the engineer, Paul Fegan, we... We do them and it, they take hours, not because they're hard, because we have to stop because we're laughing so That's much. That's a great sign yeah. and, a, and a tribute to the writing, of course, that Paul does on it. Yeah. Um, is there any part of you that is a little bit like, you know, I'm thinking like, say, uh, Elton John and I'm still standing. Like, is there something, you're just going, oh, do I have to do that song again tonight? Like, <laughs> no, not at all. Every show we've ever done has, has been completely different and they're hilarious. And yeah. there's nothing like standing on the stage with literally like you know 11 1200 people roaring back laughing at yeah, you yeah, just yeah. feel your ribs rattling with the with, with the laughter um but you know it was it was a funny one we started the first one back in 2007 so it's a long time oh my god you know, that is a long time it. yeah yeah so and actually that's again some of the genius of Paul's writing is the fact that yeah. Ross has gone on and the surrounding cast gone on this incredible journey that mirrors the passage of time. Yeah, well, it's, it's not mom, happening like The Simpsons in a vacuum. Of, no, you know, no, totally. And you know, some of the some of the plays were you know set in the future, where you know, Bertie Hearn was back in power, for <laughs> yeah. example. You know, so they get so they were real zeitgeist. They really caught the moment. But of course, yeah. Paul's had he's had ample uh, material to to choose from with you know true, true. kind of stage of the country stuff. But he's uh, he's very very funny and they're great fun. And you know it was it was a big one stepping into the dubs. Absolutely, um, but I'm glad once, you did because yeah, the yeah. shows are genuinely some of the funniest things that I've ever seen. Good old and crack, and yeah. laughed my whole way through them. Let's talk about your own play because this is a phenomenal scenario that I think you find yourself in. Uh, <laughs> Can you give us the, the, the backstory as to where You Belong to Me came from? Because it's so fascinating. Yeah, um, I was on my way into rehearsals in town. I worked predominantly as an actor. Yeah. And I was living in Wicklow at the time and I was on the famous one, three, three bus on the way up from Wicklow. <laughs> Wicklow. And uh, I, I was reading the paper and I read this article about this couple who had a court-approved order from a judge where they weren't allowed to go into each other's side of the house. Oh, yes. Which I thought was kind of fascinating. And I was reading this book at the time called Humans. I don't know if you've read it by a guy called Noah Yuval Harris, which is kind of an anthropological kind of study and stuff about how, you know, how humans got to where they are and all that. And it's kind of fascinating. And one of the things in it was that our laws that we make were all originated. They all came from, they all evolved from our ability to gossip. So I thought oh, this was really interesting. Okay. So I wrote this thing. I started scribbling down the ideas for it on the old 133 bus on the way up <laughs> yeah. to work. And next thing, it kind of just took legs. I was on tour with, <laughs> with Samuel Beckett play Waiting for Gatto at right. the time. And uh, I, I wrote it during the tour of that. And we finished up in Washington, D.C. Or rather, I finished writing the play in Washington, D.C., 
Um, and that was back in 2018. Oh, that's a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And then uh, it, I gave it to a producer. The producer liked it. Um, they got the funding to put it on. And then, of course... The world fell apart. The world fell apart. Yeah, and that yeah. was the end of that. Funnily, live theatre shows were not coming back for a long time. They weren't, no. <laughs> no. It was a fairly hairy situation yeah. for everyone involved. Um, and then, so I'd kind of put it on the back foot. I was working away with, you know... the companies that I work with and then the producer rang me earlier on this year and said this is happening oh and I went oh god right <laughs> okay that thing I did in 2018 that is coming back I to did life in 2018 is coming back to life and so I had to revisit it and had a look and it's amazing you know we did a bit of a workshop on it we put it out there a little bit and the maddest thing was um, the amount of people that got in touch to say they they knew this situation. Okay, so let's let's go through this then without giving too much away, which yeah. is the basic premise of it. So you read this article about a couple who had they they had divorced. Yeah, well, but I, I I think because of their circumstances, they or, or their means or whatever, they weren't able to leave the house. The house, so, so they the house literally had, to had one, they literally had to divide it. So I took this and I ran with it. Of course. So in in this play, it's kind of in a, a heightened world where these two people have been married for forty years. Um, and the, the 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 they're called Pato and Patty. Pato and Patty. Pato right. and Patty. And Pato's mother has passed away under kind of mysterious circumstances. Right. They go to to court because there's an inquest or an inquiry, and the judge sees how they uh, behave with each other and says, "Right, you can't go into each other's side of the house." So they paint a yellow line down the, yeah, middle, the middle of this very small little house where they can't go in. But of course, you, you can't live like that. No. So you know they have this imaginary wall that they keep reminding each other of. But, they, of course, the thing is... You're constantly there is crossed no over. There. There's nothing there. the so yellow line, it's yeah. how they break it and how they get on with it. Okay. And then um, other things happen in it and all hell breaks loose. And do you star in this? Or are you happy to just write? No, I'm happy to just write. And are you directing? No, I'm not. Okay, we have, so uh, this is Lynn like Parker. hands no, off. I, I'm, I'm the writer. I've I've handed it over. I mean, part, partly I wrote these characters slightly older than myself so that I wouldn't have to go and get the stage for a while. Uh, I've been been on stage all year long, so it's actually nice to take a a kind of a more of a back seat and let... We have amazing people involved. Who who do we know that's in there? So Lynn Parker is is one of the best directors. Oh, she's directing, right? She's amazing, yeah. Yeah, She's directing it, and we have Liam Carney and Clara Simpson. People probably know Liam from... He's been in everything, from Gangs in New York Mm. to... What else is he in? Angela's Ashes. I think he's in Fair City at the moment. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So people know him. Clara's one of the great actresses, Irish actresses. She comes from a long lineage of, of theatrical personnel, but she's an amazing artist in her own right. So they're just, they're going at it hammering tongs in there and they're fantastic. And that thing when someone writes something and then it is taken, not taken from them, but it is handled by and, and created for the stage by someone else. Mm. Do you feel you're okay with releasing that and letting it go and letting actors and yeah. directors take liberties with what you've put together? Yeah, abs- well, absolutely. I mean, especially when you have you know, artists of the calibre yeah. that I have working on this, it's very flattering. They're mm. just amazing, you know what I mean? I'll be going in later on and at the end of the week to see, you know, how they're coming they're along at, because yeah. we're going into production next week, they'll be on stage and then it'll be... Yeah, so you kind of you have to just hand it over and let them uh, let them go at it. Yeah, yeah, and trust, it, trust that they'll do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, December 6th to December 21st, it's on in Smock Alley, which is a great venue. <laughs> um, okay, well, look, let's do the quick fire round, okay? This these are simple, five questions. Top of your head, I ask the same questions to everybody. Okay. Number one is, what would you like to be known definitively as the best in the world at? Oh, if I could choose, if it could Any, be anything in anything. the world. Anything. 
Golf. Golf, really? <laughs> Amazing. I'd love to be a professional golfer. They just follow the sun around. They make millions of quid. They just yeah. have a, They look like they're having a great time. Of course, at the moment, they all look like they're moaning about something. But, like, if I could do it, I'd probably be a golfer. So imagine that's, that phrase, then it would be like, uh, you know... Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, or oh, Rory, Rory Nolan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what a that player! Be, wow, what, what a great good. guy! Yeah. What a great golfer! And what an all-round top bloke! <laughs> <laughs> You're actually fantasizing about it. I love it. Um, as an actor, you must have met a lot of these famous people. Who's the most famous person in your phone? Oh wow! There's uh, an actor called Harris Eulen. Yeah. So nice Harris name. was. <laughs> everyone, everyone in the world knows him to see. Right. He was in Ghostbusters 2. He was in Scarface. He's oh, my the guy. God. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's an, uh, kind of elderly now, but we worked together in The Gate okay. uh, a while ago. He played my father in Death of a Salesman. He's an amazing actor. And every time I'm in the States uh, yeah. performing, he comes out to see Ah, us. no he's, way. Yeah, he's That's a wonderful very guy. very cool. Very cool. Um, what national school did you go to? This isn't the question. I'm just inquiring. I went to CBC Monkstown Park. CBC Monkstown Park. Okay, so go back to when you're maybe... Eight years old, second yeah. class. Yeah. Open up your lunchbox for sauce biog. Yeah. What's in it? Peanut butter and jam sandwich. That's quite American. PB and J. Yeah. It's where PB and J. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. was. Well, it was, it was. It was peanut butter on something. Yeah. Yeah. There were five of us, so there was a jar of peanut butter, and you got a bit of that. Slap, bread, slap. In it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? Oh wow. Chuck Norris? <laughs> yes! You haven't had him before. That's a great shout. Maybe Chuck Norris. Yeah. You know, those poor zombies. <laughs> Although he is probably nearly 80 now, but still. Hey, you know, I wouldn't. I don't it's Chuck that. Norris. Yeah, he's still Chuck Norris. And the final question I ask everybody, because I don't, is do you, Rory Nolan, wash your legs in the shower? I do. Actively wash your legs? I actively wash. I, I, I have a funny. I wash the back of my knees. What? I, yes. I wash the back of my knees and, and and I wash behind my ears and it must be some sort of hangover yeah, for some a Victorian sort of mother Victorian yeah. developmental thing to happen when I was a child or maybe I saw something I don't know whatever it was you yeah. know what I mean back of your knees and the back of your back ears back of your knees and the back of my I mean I give everything a good going over fair play to you I think about it yeah. yeah I think you're wasting your time but knock yourself out yeah. you know <laughs> whatever well, you want to do uh, don't forget go and see Rory Nolan's new play it's called You Belong to Me it'll be on in Dublin Smock Alley from the 6th of December until the 21st get more info on smockalley.com Rory thank you so much for coming in you're very welcome cheers Dave Moore on Today FM podcast